Welcome back to the Nightwish podcast, where we discuss all your favorite Nightwish songs, videos, and epic stories that I'm sure they tell. Emily, how are you doing this oh evening? Oh my god, I'm so much better now! <laughs> does uh, does the news of this uh, new pivot bring you to life? Can we um, can we just turn Josh off? Because it sure as hell brings me to Google, life. I need to Google real quick how to delete someone from Zoom. How do you do that? We actually get back to Starfinder. Wake me up inside, all right? Fuck off. Both of you. Isn't this what up. you wanted, Emily? I'm so... I don't know any Nightwish songs, so I'm going to say that my favorite, just based on title... I'm looking at a list of Nightwish okay. songs right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, gotta, I gotta Google it too. I don't know. Alpenglow sounds like a pretty cool name. Actually, I really <laughs> think that you would probably like that. Oh God! Here we go. uh, okay, listen. Okay, it's really cool. It's very chill. Um, I'm I'm going to just leave a tab open, and then after this episode, <laughs> I will I will check it out. And uh, we'll see. Just do it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the poet and the pendulum. Oh, okay. oh, that's a good one, Adam. Yes, you would good love name. that one. Actually, <laughs> you would love that one. Very poetic. It's, it it's like it's like oh god. Hate okay, so first off, it's being long. Asleep right now. It's, it's, it's long. It's haunting. That's how petty Heath is going to be about it moves, this bit. It moves from like six different kind of like genres and like time signatures, and it's just beautiful. It goes from like Norwegian dramatic metal to Scandinavian dramatic metal to Swedish okay. folk metal, okay. right? Okay. All right. I see. It's like a pendulum. brief dip into Icelandic folk for a minute. Uh, right, uh, right, right, right. Don't forget only the for Icelandic like 46 folk. seconds, okay? It's first the bridge. Off. It's Any the more bridge. than 46 seconds, it's too much. Yeah. So I, I respect their tastefulness. Of They know exactly how long to, to swim in Icelandic folk. So, okay. in other words, the, the video is like a gray, stormy sea and crashing nope. up against a rocky shore. No, I actually no, that's have a, the a video pulled. Oh, yeah, that's okay. the Islander. Okay. That's the one I talked about. I thought they were all the ago. same. That's yeah. like legit one of my favorite songs. I, listen, do. I do have uh, that video pulled up. But I just want to... Here, here's a little bit of the lyrics. Okay. <laughs> First off, hold on. <laughs> Be cool, bro. Be cool. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a head out. <laughs> I'm just reading the lyrics. <laughs> no, Heath, you should stay. You need to hear this. I you of all people need shit. need to hear this. I feel like welcome to Josh when we talk about fish. Like <laughs> right, right, or funk or any music that isn't like electro, down tempo. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> we just had to get Pardon. you involved here, Josh. Sir. That's all. I just had to wake you up. Bear. <laughs> I also like acoustic down tempo. Thank you. <laughs> I, like, I like Icelandic electronica. If you uh, like uh, Josh getting upset about mischaracterizing music, you should check out the Live and Let Fly podcast. <laughs> uh, all right. So here we go. Get away. Run away. Fly away. Lead me astray to the dreamer's hideaway. I cannot cry because the shoulder cries more. I cannot die. I, the whore for the cold world, forgive me. I have two faces. First half, I like. So, liked. first off, first off, you are not reading the lyrics for The Islander. I thought that was what you no, said. No, I'm okay. reading the lyrics for Poet in the y- Pendulum. Yes. Okay. I was like, mm, you're confused. That is not <laughs> that song. <sighs> Once it if got to shoulders know, and shit, I was just, mm, okay. 
Li- bitch. Okay. Oh, All right, Emily, I'm going to do something <laughs> for you just because I kind of feel bad for 171 episodes of Hate Night Nightwish. Here are some lyrics from one of my favorite bands, Fish. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, God. This is way oh, worse. So right. much worse. Here we go. <laughs> Any song. Smegma. Dogmatogram, fish market stew, police in the corner, gunning for you. Apple toast, bed heated, fur blanket rat. Laugh when they shoot you. Say, please don't do that. See, no, like, are- see that just sounds like Beck. <laughs> okay. Right, I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah. I have, I have, yeah. Two, I have two, two comments. The first is that the, 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 um, fish rages or whatever the thing where he goes, mm, you ate my fractal. Yeah, right. That's yeah. not that far off. Okay. Oh, lyrically, they're they're spot on. Yeah, you know all right, what I mean. Right. Like the thing, the thing about that particular parody video is that only one instrument plays at a time, which yeah. is really annoying. Well, if it's they were all on playing screen. in concert, yeah, right. If they're all playing in concert, then I think it would be. No, <laughs> I think it'd be pretty close. Second comment: <laughs> I think that we should have just one episode where. Where we actually do just listen to some Nightwish oh my and God. talk about it. <gasps> we could do a Tom Talks. We could do a Tom Talks where we like. Somebody else can fucking host it. <laughs> Emily can guest host that Tom Talks. Emily can host that Tom Talks and we actually like give Nightwish a legitimate chance because I've never had their I, fucking I mean, I'll be honest. Dues. I've talked a lot of shit, but I've never uh, really yeah. like listened Same. to Nightwish. I've, uh, see, I actually have a couple months ago. I like. Somehow my algorithm got me there, and I watched like a couple of songs, and I was like, "What? No, I just don't care for it." Which <laughs> of the singers did you watch though? The one that y'all you fucking guys watch rave your about? music. You're doing it wrong. Okay, so Tarja was like their first, and she's okay, but the best is Floor, and she's yeah. Their- it was oh Floor. God, it was oh Floor, God. and I, I didn't that. like it. Oh my God, I'm gonna pray for you. It's okay. <laughs> I love this because I I totally feel Emily's pain. She's like, no, what year, what era did you listen to? Because if you listen to 93, you're not going to like that at all. But for real, though, which live show did you listen to? Because (laughs) this is amazing. um, If it's not Warsaw, you're doing it wrong. Sorry. We we all have that band. Listen, all you listeners out there, you know you have it too. We all have that band where it's like, you love them, but if one of your friends wanted to get into them, you'd be like, okay. Well, let's let's take it slow. You know, let's yeah, yeah. let's figure out the 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 best starting now, point for you on this band. I need yeah. you to listen to this hour and forty three minute live <laughs> show and love right, it Adam. as much as I do immediately. That's what I need. <laughs> Please and thank you. See you play. Um, See you play the song. See <laughs> who played the song. Uh, well, I think we should get back into story time. A hey, through our Imaginarium. Hey, uh, and, and get back into our our wrap up here of season two, y'all. That fight, one of the most epic things that we've ever done on or off pod. I think that that, that on fight or off was, pod, huh? I think it's so. In our lives. I mean, no, I don't I have mean, a super epic life, in, in I'll tell you. Oh, right, right. Okay. In the games that we play, you know. <laughs> we all I'm have out very of a boring lives. <laughs> you can have that. I went white rider rafting, does that count? Right, That's pretty right, fun and right, epic. Rider. Right, rider. I enjoyed, <laughs> right, rider. I enjoyed white rider rafting. Yeah, it's like That's wrestling with God a little bit, like little tussling bit. with God. Yeah. Know? 
I mean, I yeah. won. I lived. So same. <laughs> Good job, guys. You, just, you know I who feel else like lived? in that case, if you're wrestling God by whitewater rafting, it's not about winning. It's just about not losing. <laughs> Fair yeah, enough. right. You know who else did not lose? See, I did it. I, I brought oh, it back. God. The APA. The APA. Yeah. You almost there. did it, and then you stopped short to congratulate yourself. I'm trying, yourself. To, I'm try, <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> to stop explaining myself. Is that how you do it? <laughs> uh, yeah, y'all, y'all fucking did it, and uh, everybody made it. Like, I, I really was not sure Fucking how that barely. was going to go. There was some close calls for sure, uh, but you guys did it. Um, and I think we just need to kind of pick up right where we left off because I think there's there's a lot to cover in tonight's episode. Uh, yeah. So, so it, it ended with Mike getting the kill shot on Gregant and the shadow starting to peel away from this lab revealing a door behind you. But I think before we even deal with the door, we have this this thing that Zeno, Ziva, and Oren have just arrived in this room, you know, who you guys haven't seen since the black site. And you haven't seen Zeno, some of you, Mike, you haven't seen Zeno since Arellos, you know, like, Kuiper, you've never seen him, hell. Kuiper, you've never <laughs> seen Zeno. <laughs> I mean, I've only heard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always compared to Zeno. I imagine it's just like, oh, I've heard so much about you, Zeno. Whoa, well, I haven't heard anything about you. I got 75 <laughs> flashbacks in my first season. <laughs> um, well, okay, I survived well, being annihilated. You know? yeah, right. All right, all right. <laughs> All right, so yeah, let's. Where just, do we even start with this? I, I, I mean, yeah. what would you do? Well, like, if, she if it dies. was a TV show, it would start with the smoking gun panning back from Mike, yeah. just because that's where it ended, and it's a cool scene. <laughs> All right, well then, carry it forward, buddy. No, it'd pan out, and then it'd cut to another scene. <laughs> <laughs> it cuts to Ziva and Zeno running <laughs> into the room. Yeah, right, because they were like, there we, we go. We see the smoke billowing off of the, the gun and just kind of look around. We see a couple people we don't know, but God damn it, I see Mike across the room. Seems like the threat's been dealt with. Ziva takes off. Like, she runs across the room and just, like, launches into Mike. Uh, and I just starts th- crying. Like, we'll see you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this. She rushes Mike. That. I bull rush Mike and hug him. And, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, you kind of like, it, it would be a, a pretty fierce hug. Uh, I think the force of it um, and just the exhaustion that he feels from being knocked out, uh, you know, 47 times or however many, he like drops the gun and like is, he just pauses for a second trying to take it in because he didn't see you come in the room until just now. Like he knew Aaron came in. And then he just like kind of like melts into it, and you, I would imagine that you can feel just the like, not only the emotional weight, but the the sheer exhaustion of getting through this fight, in just you know kind of radiating through him. Um, and he, you know, puts his arms around you, and actually like droops his chin a little bit on your shoulder. Uh, but tries not to get you with this little chin spikes. Appreciate, appreciate. <laughs> um, 
and uh, just very softly, very tired, says, Oh, thank God. (laughs) 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 And then she casts, like, Mystic Cure on you. Do you still need hit points? No, I I pumped up with, like, 60 HP or something. He's he's chilling. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, halfway down on HP. I, I just more mean he's like tired and beat up, you know. Yeah, yeah he's been knocked out three times. Yeah, four concussed times. for yeah. sure. Concussed even. Um, I mean, Ziva doesn't really say anything for right now. She's just kind of like looking at you and like touching your your spiky face, and then she looks yeah. back at the rest of the guy, the gang, and it's just like, <sighs> what? Who are you? And just kind of like <laughs> takes in the twins. It's just like, and and also the so horribly kinda, scary looking robot man. So you would vaguely recognize Tenna. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And she kind of like wipes her eyes a little bit and like stands back and like helps, you know, not helps Mike because he doesn't need help, but also he needs a little help. Um, <laughs> like get him stabilized and everything. She would kind of take the room in proper and yeah, notice Tenna. <sighs> I know you. I've seen you in my dreams. And she would pull, she would call inevitable downfall, like to her hand. Just like, just to be prepared. We've never met. I am D. And you are the False Herald. Nice of you to join us. Yeah, I think Trelax at this point would be like, Tenna, you are Herald in the flesh. Is she everything you thought she would be? That's so fucking mean. That is so fucking petty. That bitch is late. <laughs> um, That's so petty to so many of my characters right now. <laughs> Fuck you, Zach. <laughs> well, all right, look, all right, look, all right. Yeah. So at this point, Orin would be like, "Who's this fucking wise guy?" Pointing at Trelax, obviously. IMD. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right, I was good, like, Mike concussed. is like, I'm Mike. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and, okay. Oh, so, Zeno uh, kind of uh, uh, comes in and assesses the situation, sees that uh, Zena, I'm sorry, Ziva... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the warrior princess. <laughs> the warrior princess. <laughs> that uh, Ziva is, has uh, called um, inevitable downfall, and kind of gets in the middle um, because he's had both co- contact with both parties in this case. So before even like a like uh, he he kind of like gives a quick regard to Mike, but seeing this, it seems to be more priority right now just kind of like make sure shit doesn't actually like go down both of you put down your weapons we all are here in peace let's we have plenty of time for discussion this is who I was with and he looks over at Ziva and Oren and uh, Michael said, these are the people that helped me on my journey and it is good to see you all again and he is going to approach Michael uh, slowly kind of like almost to the point that his face uh, 
kind of, with every step, gets a little bit more elated. Um, to where it's just like going from almost like a firm no emotion to almost slow crack of a smile until it just finally becomes a grin. And, you know, from the bottom of my circuits, it's so good to see you, old friend. Yeah. As I think as you start to walk towards Mike, he does, he puts a hand on uh, Ziva's shoulder and it's like, so you notice right there. They're all on our side. Um, and then <laughs> once you get up to Mike, like, I feel like he's, he sees you approaching him for, you know, a good ways across the room and is almost paralyzed, you know, like he's, like he's seeing a ghost, even though he's, he's had contact with you. It's hard to believe that well, you're even here to that point. You know, he is kind of like phasing in and out a little bit, like different yes. parts of him are phasing out. So, you know, you see him, he's there, but like he's Michael J. Foxing a little bit from oh, no. back to the future, you know, like parts of him kind of fade in and out. Nanectomy, right? Yeah, yeah, it's a nanectomy. Yeah. yeah, that's part of it for sure. <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. You <laughs> <laughs> poor no, sweet child. But yeah, I, I don't want to know. But no, uh, Mike. You know, I feel like sits there for a minute, just like looking at you, smiling at him, and then finally, you know, his big toothy grin comes out himself, and. Um, he just grins, you know, very broadly for a couple of seconds, but then that smile starts to falter a little bit as he notices you starting to, to fade in and out. And he's like, you know, I, I can't, I can't believe it's you, but like, are you, are you okay? Michael, we have plenty of time to discuss this. For right now, let's all focus on the celebration that you've done it. We've done it. And he looks over at the uh, shadow generator and he says, uh, one look at that engine tells me you got my message from across the vast. That's good. I'm, I'm glad everything here has worked out to our favor. Don't know if I'd go that far, but I got I got the job done. Uh, but I wouldn't have without the help of everyone else. I, uh, this was hard, so, you know. I, I feel like I came as close as you can to to failing. Uh, I can't. I can't believe we pulled it off. I never once had any doubt that you could... Well, I did. I'm proud of you. We all are. I'm proud of every one of you. <laughs> I, like, want to... I'm so torn because I want Mike to give him a hug, but I don't want to, like, get blindsided by giving him a hug and his arms phase through. No, no. <laughs> no. Do it. It's not quite uh, that, that severe, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, he just, like, you know, kind of face-to-face with him, just, like, wraps his arms around him, gives him an embrace, kind of busses his hair a yeah. little bit. I, not so tight. Uh, <laughs> <you> big listen. 
Uh, and Ziva's standing right there next to the two of you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and he Orange, kinda, he, looking like, across from the, the, the room. And I think uh, Zeno kind of like picks up on that and just kind of like, you know, uh, gestures to everybody like, come on, come on, group hug. You Immediately know? up in there, Ziva is just like, it like starts crying again because she's just like, the team's back together, y'all. Like, <laughs> not quite. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it is it Orin. is the com- the completion of the first leg, you yeah. know, like yeah. the first leg of the so, race. So hell bent on like, let's get this done quickly. Step one, you know, get this shadow generator, all that destroyed, so we can get back this group, the core group, and then we have to do that quickly enough to go get back and get fell, you know, right. and and right. so there would still be a lot of catharsis in that, like. You know, the bulk of the work is done. Yeah. I think the most, like, intimidating work, you know, the people who were strewn across this different plane of existence, you know. Um, well, so the three of you are kind of hugging in the corner, and on the other side of the room, you know, Trelax and Oren are standing opposite sides of <clears throat> Dr. Gagant's lifeless body, and, you know, Trelax, you just saw Oren save your s- right. sister's life. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like she, her head was exploded. Her brain came out of her head. Okay. And he thought for sure <laughs> she was dead. But was no, no Oren, Oren came and because it wasn't a death effect, was able to put the brain back together, you know? And, <laughs> yeah, it, it, as reluctant as I am to RP with myself, I think I know. I'm, I'm giving you the opportunity right here just to do a little bit. I, I, I do right. think that Trelax absolutely would just be like, you, who, whoever you are, you saved my sister's life, and for that, I am eternally grateful. And um, I think Orton would just be like, uh, yeah, man, you're lucky that Mike told me to. I almost killed you too. <laughs> 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 Say the yeah. line. Say the line. <laughs> Say you wouldn't survive the attempt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we definitely got to do that on on the time talks. Is an Orin versus Trelax one v one? It'd be uh, an interesting right. fight. I don't know. I anyway, think. Antenna, you you know, you're standing right there too, and and you know that this this strange space cowboy came and saved your life. You know. Yeah, after kind of like hearing uh, Trelax break this weird sort of like tension, kind of, um, she would, you know, tef- definitely turn to Oren and say, um, Yes, thank you. I. I. <laughs> I thought I knew what pain felt like, but no, that was a different devil. Thank you for bringing me back. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm Tenna. And she would like put her hand out, kind of like awkwardly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not really sure how to do this, kind of. Um, but try and shake Orin's hand. Yeah, I mean, Orin is shake her. Yeah, Orin Vance. Uh, wait, so who are you guys again? And she would kind of look over your shoulder towards Mike and Ziva and uh, Zeno, and. We are the Shadow Protection Agents. Yeah, I was going to say, we're the Shadow Protection Agents. The wait, the what? Mike, what the hell are they talking about? Shadow Protection Agency, what is this? 
it, just leave it, leave it alone. <laughs> I'm too tired. Yeah, all right, it's, fine. It's too long of a story. Or... Yeah, I've got some like long stories dad. too. I've decided to take it as respectful. <laughs> <laughs> Tina looks over at Trailer. He's like, "Of course, it's obviously very respectful." Right? Yes, of course, we, we mean never. that. We mean it with the highest respect to, <laughs> to the <laughs> material the way, protection agency. The way agency. you say things, like even if you don't mean to be, you sound sarcastic. <laughs> Shadow sarcastic. That, that is your material bias speaking, Mike. <laughs> You don't understand the cultural nuances. It's like, I I just mean you. (laughs) Not not all people from the shadow. (laughs) Nothing to do with ten of them, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, look. Is everybody okay? Is everybody alright? No. And no. Bloombot is Bloombot still like as time has gone by, he's still self-repairing. But I'd say at this point maybe has ten HP. Yeah, he's like crimson, so. like yeah. he's, well, he's he's in a bad way, but you know, he's still just patching himself together slowly. Yeah, so we're gonna walk up to him and be like, I've uh look, man, I don't know you and I've never done this to an SRO, but let's give it a shot. And uh, we'll hit him with a uh, a healing touch, spend okay. a resolve, and hit him with a healing touch, and give him sixty HP. You nice, you know. Boom. So I received thirty of that. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I had a feeling something like that might happen. Well, it's I feel much better now. Thank you. Um, Emily, I hate to do this to you, At, but been, I feel like Tenet and Ziva need to have a moment. Yeah. You know? I, I was going to say, kind of as Oren walks off to, to help uh, D, she would just sort of be staring across the room at Ziva, and after a moment, she sort of plucks up her courage and walks across, and again, awkwardly sticks her hand out. Um, hello, I am Tina. I only really know you as the Herald, um, but that is not true. But I, I visited you in your dreams before, and I, I, as she's kind of looking down this whole time, just almost scared to meet eyes with Ziva. thought you were something that you are not and but that is behind us and hello my name is Tina <laughs> you killed my father sorry that's all I could think um Ziva's kind of staring at her and she doesn't take her hand she reaches out and pulls Tina into a hug because she can see that she is hurt on a lot of levels. Like it's just on her face. Scars as well, uh, physical as well as emotional, mental. And Ziva kind of whispers in her ear and she says, 
think we were all fooled about a few different things in this entire situation. Hi. My name is Siva. Glad to meet you. It's time for a short introduction. Yep. Yeah, he was not trying to lean into the long stuff with her. Yeah, yeah. We don't. I don't sing for that. <laughs> no, no. Um, but they they just kind of look at each other and sort of almost this unspoken agreement to just accept that all of the fucked up things that have occurred in all of this shit. Was uh, neither of their faults. Re- yeah, they were yeah. both extremely manipulated by Mordrim, you yeah. know. And Where so is this Mordrim fellow? I'd like to have a conversation with him. <laughs> um, <clears throat> that situation's handled, Mike. <laughs> it is resolved itself. He had to he had to think about some things. I, I think this would, you know, this news to Tenna, Trelax, and D, you know, is pretty big, pretty big news to the three of you, knowing that these newcomers also killed Mordren. Yeah, know? yeah, I think yeah. Tra- Trelax especially would be like, wait a second, you, you killed that sniveling bastard as well? I- you actually saw him die, he's dead. Correct. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we killed him. He's quite dead. We can assure you of that. I Good. exploded his mind with his own mind. It was a bit... <laughs> it was It was something else, for sure. It was I'm like having... a dream come true. I'm having... <laughs> I'm having difficulty comprehending exploding one's mind with one's own mind, but I am glad so, that he's dead. So Uno reverse card, mate. <laughs> What is Classic Uno? Uno reverse. We only have Shadow Uno. <laughs> <laughs> Sa- same thing, I'm sure. <laughs> well, color me impressed. I guess I have more to thank you all for than I imagined. And uh, I think Orton would just shrug at that and he's like, shit. I'm just really glad to see everybody alive and accounted for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for for Orin, Ziva, and Zeno's part, you can, you can definitely pick up that the Shadow Team helped keep your friends alive, you yeah, know, in yeah. their absence. You know what I mean? And so, like, there's lots of thank, gratitude, and appreciation being handed around. Um, is there anything you guys want to say to each other in this moment before right. we move move to the next stage? I have a real quick question for you. Sure. Adam. Yeah. Would you say that the shadow team protected them? I would. Like an agency would? I would. Some sort of organization. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I mean, listen, I'm on board with it. You never never had to convince me. You know what I mean? (laughs) He's fucking (laughs) anyway. The more you you hate it, the more that we love it. Mm-hmm. I, I, know, I mean, I realized the bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <clears throat> still don't like it. Uh, <laughs> no, but I did. Th- I, Mike, I think Mike would come up to Tina and Ziva, you know, at, as they're kind of finishing their conversation or whatever, clomps up um, and comes up and puts 
you know, stands in between them, puts a hand on each one of their shoulders, and looks at Tenna and says, Hey kid, I think you were going to make it there for a minute, but, but I'm really glad that you did. Likewise, I... Well, to be honest, I would not have made it if it weren't for your friend. We were very lucky with the timing. <laughs> you can fucking say that again. And she would kind of, you know, she's talking to you, but look over her shoulder, kind of back at the, the group, sort of by the doorway. And take it, take them in, really look at Oren in particular, and then kind of look back at you. You really are protectors, huh? Oh, we try to be. And Trelax is out of earshot, so she would kind of whisper this. As far as material plane people, I'm glad that we had the opportunity to meet you. Just kind of chuckles and yeah. keeps nodding her head. Like, she sort mm -hmm. of, she died, y'all. She died. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Yeah. She's yeah. having a hard time coming to cut. Right. 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 She's a doozy of a day. Yeah. She's <laughs> Right. Her brain was splattered all over the floor. <laughs> all the way. All the way over there. Yonder was her brain even. Yeah. Yeah, with his with his uh you know, one hand on Tenna's shoulder, one hand on Ziva's, he's you know it has been quite a day, but again you made it. Surprising as that might be. And he turns to Ziva and says I can't believe we succeeded. We that you are all it, you're all here and and you can tell like he's he's having trouble coming to grips with that fact you know even though that was the goal the whole time um and he kind of like squeezes both your shoulders a little bit and looks at ziva and then looks at tenna and and back at ziva and back at tenna and says i don't mean to kill the mood but i'd like to say something to you two in particular all that Zonkufon shit is done today. <laughs> Wait, uh, savvy? <laughs> savvy. Um, and Tina sort of, uh, Ziva laughs and she says, that was not really my plan to begin with. Um, that wasn't... That was sort of forced on me. It wasn't exactly something that I wanted. And mm -hmm. Tina just kind of like, again, is sort of nodding it's like, it's a like little. Twirling her toe in the dirt. Uh, like, a little yeah. bit, yeah. Um, but uh, she she looks up at you like kind of very. I mean, Tina's kind of been very uh, aggressive and grumpy and emo this whole time, I suppose. But she's very teenager right now. She's, she's kind of bashful almost and no I, I think that my time with uh, the Kuthites is well and over um, Modern made a very good impression on me that I did not want to affiliate myself with uh, that partition or that particular religion anymore I will no no more this point, I think Oren would walk, would go over to Mike and be like, Mike, big guy, as touching as this all is, everyone isn't present and accounted for. Where's Fel? Oh, so Oren doesn't know that <laughs> oh, yeah. left him behind. 
No idea. They have no My, idea. Sorry, Emily's brain did not put those things together currently. Uh, I mean, the shadow party, Kuiper and Mike would know. Yeah. But yeah. Ziva, yeah. Yeah, Ziva and Orin got Zeno heated. mentioned that he, like, knew that Fell was somewhere else, but he didn't, like, yeah. specify. Yeah. But so, that's not good enough. That's not a good enough answer for Orin, right? Yeah, this right, is his right, right. boy. Mike uh, turns to you and says, Oh, I, I haven't forgotten. That's the next part of this whole plan. Fell very bravely stayed behind at the facility to prevent the. What was it? Shadow, was it? Shadow, Shadow generator. generator. Right. No, yeah. it was the particle accelerator. The particle accelerator. Yeah. To prevent the particle accelerator from going up and taking the whole place, maybe the whole planet with it. And when we came across. And he's like, it's hard for him to explain planar stuff, you know? <laughs> it's like, to the other side, he couldn't come with us. He had to keep the the pathway open. So, my whole plan this whole time has been to get this done, get you guys back, and to do it fucking quick enough that we can go and get him. Well, what are we waiting for, then? Saddle up. So Zeno kind of was over. I mean, was uh, listening in on this, and, uh, and it was interesting. I was not aware of his predicament. Perhaps that is why I had difficulty sensing him. But Michael, you will be pleased to know, as I assume the rest of you, that I've spoken with our friend. Uh, Although the context of the message that I sent was limited only to prep for our arrival, but as far as I understand, Felino is quite all right. Well, and where is he? Yeah, that was my question as well. Uh, well, I cannot speak with him again, as that would be too taxing right now. But I, as I understand, he is awaiting our arrival. On the Epic Tracer. Well, tracer the Epic Tracer's destroyed. What are you talking? Yeah, I love, like, my and... the burning wreckage of the I, Epic right, Tracer. I'm sorry, I seem to be out of the loop on a lot of this information. <laughs> but I'm slowly catching up. Uh, but as I understand, the Epic Tracer is fine. Zeno grabs his forehead. Ah, oh, my nanitis. <laughs> Perhaps time works differently in the material plane in this. This is, uh... Timey-wimey. This is... Yeah, wait, where the fuck are we, first of all, and how do we get out of here? We are in the shadow plane. Great. On a floating heart asteroid. That's true. Sounds weird. It's true. Mike, like a human heart. The things I've seen, man, I'm. I, uh, so this is an asteroid well that we're on. out. Okay, an asteroid, yes, but it is quite literally an enormous human heart. Well, that's cute. I merged with like a giant brain for a bit. This, this is um, average Tuesday. All right, it's not a dick measuring contest. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, let's get the fuck out yeah. of here. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Is there any last bits of business that needs to be handled here? Yes. Uh, before we do, I made a promise to a Sarkeesian. 
Yeah, well, before that, there is this uh, this door that was revealed upon Gargant's defeat. No, also, no, our mortal also, enemy. Door! That's the real BBEG. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, also, is like Gargant's body still here? Yeah. We loot the body? <laughs> is that an option? That is. Um, she doesn't have much as she's a, as a, you know, a, Spell. sh- a spellcaster and a shadow witch, but she has a little bit. Um, she does have an Estex suit for, and here's what's really important, with the gray force field. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think, I think, I think that's the loot that you want to extract is the gray force field. Everything else is not really meaningful. I mean, well, the Estex force is pretty like good. 50 damage? Well, that's because of her... She swells. Yeah, because of her um, massive she, fucking biceps, dog. I know. Yeah. Seriously, she has a, she has an ultra thin, ultra thin dagger, which does forty four plus whatever your melee da- plus to damage is. She gets those gains from the Temple of Swalhala, man. <laughs> uh, but that's what she has. Let's get it. Right, who's we who's pick it up? It? it doesn't matter right now. Yeah, yeah, Emily, just put it on your sheet so I don't forget about it. Gray Force Field. All right, so this door. Yeah. Uh, um, so, yeah, it's revealed itself, and you can certainly open it. Let me grab both of my characters and move them down. <laughs> yeah. I want to take this rare opportunity, and I'm going to kick that fucking door you open. Know what? <laughs> kick that door open, you man. Do kick it. that you door do open. Go on, do it. And kick that door. Kick the door. <laughs> kick the door. <laughs> and it's a sliding door. <laughs> yeah. I've got, I, dude. I've got smashed through. I don't give a shit. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. So you open the door, and this uh, a seemingly conventional conventional medical lab stands in stark contrast to the strangeness of the other areas in the rest of the facility. Near the center of the room rests a shiny gray metal hemisphere, approximately five feet in radius, with no apparent way of opening it. The hemisphere's segmented panels. Re- reflect the sterile surroundings. Various monitoring devices, computers, and screens line the walls. Um, Here's the deal. Uh, I'm not going to make you guys roll a bunch of dice. I'm just going to read this kind of denouement to Gregant's story. Alright? So, this chamber holds Dr. Gregant's most personal experiment. And perhaps her most disturbing secret. One that she kept hidden even from her shadow plane allies out of fear they would want her to destroy it. Even after her transformation, some small part of her saw the road of depravity that lay ahead. She still could not deny her lifetime of commitment and proceeded with the creation of the shadow signal, her humanity weakening with every passing day. However, in the back of her mind, she wondered whether Had she grown up without the specter of pain hanging over every moment of her life, she could, perhaps, have been someone else. This sweet echo of a daydream eventually transformed into a jagged knot. Dr. Gregant's scientific mind would not allow for this potential scenario to remain unexplored. So, she began to grow clones from the human parts of her DNA that still existed. With the help of the Mementors, she distilled much of her early memories and implanted them in the copies, whom she aged to 13 years. She then placed them inside the hemisphere that you see in the middle of this room, a complex virtual reality simulator, 
to live out accelerated versions of various scenarios, ones in which her parents did not die or died naturally and quickly in less painful ways, and she was adopted by loving family or foster parents. She varied the parameters and permutations, but each invariably came back with some sort of pain or another. Her clones encountered pain in the form of heartbreak, rejection, loss, and loneliness. Even lives that went on for decades and were full of love and companionship invariably faced pain at the end, as existential dread began to set in and partners and friends began to die. Rather than accept pain as part of the human condition, Dr. Gargant kept tweaking the parameters, trying to find a perfect life without pain. Dr. Gargant has run thousands of these experiments, disposing of each clone as it descended into pain and grief. One last clone remains within the dome, only recently inserted into the program. This 13-year-old version of Lestana Gargant believes herself to have lived a normal life without parents at all and is waiting to be taken into custody of a foster care system on Absalom Station. Fuck me. What do you do? Uh, <laughs> damn, this is obvious. Yes, that's so terrible. Everything that's... Uh. But. Okay, alright. This child has... She is under the assumption that she is going to Absalom Station. To, yes. She's in the middle of the, the hemisphere that's in the room, mm-hmm. living a virtual life. And she, yes, a normal she believes. Can we see? Like, is there a, a vid screen? So, like, so all that you've... information you downloaded from, the, like, a computer console, okay. right? So she doesn't know that you're there at yeah. the moment, but you have all the information that I just gave you. Yeah. Based on this, you know, reading out basically her most secret journals on this computer log. So there is a button bef- before you: one to open the hemisphere and one to evaporate the clone that's inside it. No. no. We open the hemisphere. I, I'm going to let you guys all discuss this amongst yourselves here. No, I, I will fight you if you try to incinerate that clone. Okay, I was just going to say, we may <laughs> right. be fighting then right. if you're trying to no, kill a young after right. everything that she we've gone through and we've heard about her, like the only right thing to do is to take this kid back to Absalom Station and give it the chance of leading a normal life. And if we got to fight it at the end of Devark and that's what Adam's doing, then we'll do it. You know? <laughs> yeah. 100%, we'll see, 100%. We'll see you then, you know? Yeah, exactly. We'll be level 20. Get the fuck out of here. Come on, clone baby. Bring yeah. it on. Uh, <laughs> think I ain't punched a baby in this RP? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think even Orin would be like... We gotta save the kid. Yeah. Um. Agreed. I think Greylax <sighs> would be like, she could, she could grow up to be the exact same. We, we should kill her now and save ourselves the trouble. Mike turns to Treylax and says, "But if we did that, we'd be the exact same." And I think Treylax would ponder that for just a second and be like. Yes, I, I suppose that you are right, Michael. Michael speaks the truth. So, what ten, uh... What Ziva would like to do... 
is she kind of turns and looks at the groups. We need to try and get this child out of here without disturbing the reality that it is <laughs> grown up with. Uh, is there any way, as soon as we open this, we can render her unconscious without hurting her? Oh, I was, you I could was just going try to, say. to talk to her. <laughs> right. yeah, I'd love to get her to abs. Man, that seems like a real big conversation to have when we're in a hurry. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's look, it's no problem, right? It's really not a problem. I'll so, talk to her if you want. <clears throat> yeah. I'll just tell her, look, we are from the APSA. We're contracted <laughs> by the foster people, and we're here to bring you home. But am I understanding she's currently under the impression that she is on Absalom Station? No. No. Okay. no, she's right. waiting for those to take yeah. her. So, okay. So when, when you release her from this hemisphere, you're going to have to explain something. Because okay. she's, she's thinking she's in some other place waiting to be taken to Absalom Station. So you're going to have to explain why, where, she, you know, when this opens, where she is and <laughs> what she is. I think with a moment of self-awareness... Gloombot is going to exit the room because his intimidating figure beat up the way that it is it's probably not the first thing that that child should see good call good call (laughs) alright first of all cast prestidigitation on all of us we look like shit (laughs) fair enough and uh, yeah he would he'd clean everybody up I think that's called token spell in this particular um, it is. But it is, is what it is. <laughs> splitting hairs. No. Okay, but all right. Ziva kind of like hears what y'all are saying, and all right, we have to have a conversation, even if it is a brief one. Um, Mikhail, maybe we tag team this situation. Absolutely. Classic good cop, good cop. <laughs> right. Um, um, so, uh, Zeno. You know, you take 20 mm-hmm. on the computer's mm-hmm. check needed to open the hemisphere. All right. You know. Are you ready? Yeah. Sure. All right. Tina also leaves the room, BT Dub. Does she take Trelax with her? <laughs> Come on, brother. Like, just brother. grabs him by the arm. Come on. We are scary looking. We've got these crazy eyes, and you know, we're just, just, I, listen, my head exploded. I'm not ready to talk to children. So, mm. <laughs> Kuiper remains in the room. Yeah, of course. Yeah. All right. So, Zeno hits the button. The hemisphere opens, and you see a young Stanagurgan, 13 years old. You know, with some electrodes and stuff on her head her eyes kind of like fluttering closed but then as it opens it, her eyes open and she looks to you and she says oh, are, are you the ones that are taking me to to Absalom yes we are hello Listana uh, hi um, it's, it's quite a pleasure to, to meet you um I know this seems odd, but I have no idea where where I am. Um, I was sitting in an office 
on what I th thought was an adoption agency in, in Verses, um, but this does not look like that at all. Um, and you are not the people that I was speaking to. Oof, my goof. Um, I feel like we would have talked about this before we pushed the button, but, like, are we going to tell her the truth? Like, I think we're going to be a little light on that. <laughs> okay, know? cool, cool, cool. <laughs> truth right, light, right. I like why it. Don't you, why, right. why, don't you, why don't you roll a sense motive? Oh, okay. Hell, I can do that, buddy. Watch. Okay, what's a 15 plus an 18? 33. That many. Yeah, um, so you get the sense that, I mean, this is Lestana Gregant, and she has a pretty sharp and analytical mind. You almost get the sense that the truth might be the quickest way to understanding for, okay. for this girl. Um, I mean, you're going to have to roll a diplomacy check, Concern. but you would get a plus two to it based on your sense motive, right? Okay. Everything that you you know about Gregant is that she is she is not Hyper intelligent. Of, right, right, right. Um, Ziva would kind of look over at Mike for a minute and would just nod at him, and then turn back to the girl and say, "Listana, my name is Ziva. This is Mikhail. We are going to take you to Absalom Station." But you, the existence that you have known up until this point was not exactly accurate. And she'd kind of gesture around the room. There is no simple way to put this. You have been living your life in a virtual simulation. We are here to bring you into reality. I'm going to try and not mention the clone thing. That seems too right, creepy. Right. Yeah, uh, roll a diplomacy check. Okay. Oh, actually, I get to use my... I have not been... I forgot how to play a fucking Envoy. Right, right. You get to add that D6 yeah. there. Too. Two. All right. And I'm probably going to need all of it. Um, and did you say I get a plus two because my sympathy? Mm -hmm. Okay, so, all right. Two, five, six... 10, uh, 32. Okay, well, the DC was 25. Okay, so cool, you're, good. You're good. Okay. Um, the truth momentarily shocks her, of course, as it would anybody. And she just sits silent for a second. Um, and then she says, well, we live all sorts of lives, I suppose. Um, you will take me to Absalom? Will where will, if, if, if this was, if this was all a virtual existence, who, who will take care of me in Absalom? Where will, where will I go? For the time being, until we can settle you with a more permanent family, you are more than welcome to stay with me at my establishment. It is known for Watching over and protecting those who need it. What is it called? The Pools of Paradise. Oh, that sounds that sounds lovely. Um, and she kind of like timidly 
like, kind of cocks her head and then and says, um, do you, do you think that you could, um, well, I, I, I hate to even ask, but can you get, can I have a science kit? Of course. Um, okay. Is there like one hanging out like no, around no, no. here? She wants one just in, eventually. In, yeah, when she gets oh, okay. to to her to her yeah. room, you know. <laughs> I was like we we can maybe not this science kit like, that's <laughs> here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, I mean, right, I can right. look around, yeah. but uh, we're yeah. a little tight. Uh, we look. We we can certainly arrange that when we get back to Absalom Station, and for the trip there, it may not be exactly the quite quite the same thing. But I've got an engineering kit you could poke around with. Oh, that. That would that would be great. Um, what's your name, sir? Uh, my name's Mike, Michael Agamason. N- nice to meet you, Mr. Agamason. I'm I'm Listana. It's very nice to meet you. And he puts out like one little finger for oh. her to shake. You yeah, know? she like she shakes it. Um, okay, well, um, I, I guess I'm just gonna follow follow you you, you then. Yeah, so, look, I need you to hear me right now. We're going to take you to our ship, and then, you know, we'll be on our way. If you don't mind, I'll carry you. Obviously, you know, I've got big arms. You won't won't be too much trouble. He's he's a big old lizard. Yeah, that's, that's what my friends say. But will you do me a favor... Uh, Sure. Until I tell you, I need you to keep your eyes closed. Um, okay. Yes, Mr. Gonsan, I I will. Oh. All right. We don't have a ship, though, right? Yeah, you have the Shatter Tracer. We do the Shatter Tracer. tracer? Oh, it's here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so she does that. I mean, she can't really walk anyway. Her legs are pretty atrophied from not mm-hmm. actually getting used for 13 years. That'll um, do so, it. You know, right. So, so Mike's like, oh, oh, up you go. And like, uh, cradle, cradles are like a baby. Yeah, and so you guys make your way back through all the horrors of the Shadow Lab back to the outside, to the surface. And I believe you mentioned, Mike, that you had a promise to a certain Sarkeesian Yes, yes, I do. Uh, he's there waiting for you. Zunar is his name. Nice. Um, of course it is. I think, I, I think um, before we go into that room, yeah. like Mike carrying the girl, he says, I'm going to let my friend Trelax. Is Trelax in here or is Oren? Oren is one, Trelax. One of Zach's characters yeah. is going to hold this girl. <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, but he's like, I'm going to let you uh, hang out with my good friend, Mr. Oron. And I've got to talk to somebody um, who will be accompanying us. Like maybe, Orin, you turn on your your light so she actually can't see. Well, well, she's gonna be keeping yeah. her eyes closed. But if she was tempted, yeah. right, you know? right, right. Or no, I mean, for Orin's part, he's like, "How you doing, kid? Keep those eyes closed." I'm, I'm, I'm good. What's your name, sir? Orin. Uh, or. Mr. Oren? Yeah, that's fine. Just Oren. <laughs> Just Oren. Okay. Um, well, thank you, 
Yeah, listen, I'm not much of a conversationalist, okay? Ziva would be kind of like walking beside him and she would sort of whisper and say, he's our grumpy old man, don't worry about him. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm, and she just like closes her eyes. Just like, this is too much. <laughs> yeah, this is like, just too much. At this point, she's, she's just trying to take it all in. Yeah, it's weird for everybody, okay? <laughs> so all of you, all of you make your way back to the, the outside, to the surface, you know? So he actually is where you left him. In that bloody fucking room? Right, so... Yeah, so that's Mike's why gonna, the girl Mike's is staying with you, yeah, and I'm going to go yeah, in. Yeah. Mike's going to go grab him. I will say, when you step outside, the... You know, if you remember before, above you, you were seeing the inner wall of the heart. That is completely gone. Oh. You know what I mean? Well, that's good. Uh, um, so you'll actually have to guess, cast Life Bubble on Listana. Or, you know... I mean, I I'm don't sure I have, have life bubble. Uh, well, then you'll have to put. You'll have to, uh, z- teen, uh, well, Tina. I mean, Jesus or you can Christ. give her like his. his, Tina, his Tina has life did. bubble. Okay, yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah. There we go. We're, we're solid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we so can see know, the you, stars right now, or no, we're in the shadow right plane, so not really. You're in the shadow plane, right. so not really. So, anyways, Mike, you you go in and you see Zenaida. He says, "Oh, I didn't think you'd make it." <laughs> you came back for me. I can't believe it. Yes, uh, surprising as it may be, I try to keep my promises. Listen, I've had a lot of time to think while you were in there. And I'm... I, the life of piracy is not for me anymore. I think that... That this is... I don't think I, we deserve to be eviscerated... But we did bring it upon ourselves. And well, I just wanted to tell you that because I got the sense that you didn't like me very much because I was a pirate. Um, and I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> very intuitive man. I've had a lot uh, of time to think. Got a high sense motive. <laughs> All right, look. Look. I'm going to get you out of here because I told you I would. I'm glad to hear that you've reconsidered your life of piracy and maybe you can make something of yourself moving forward. Yeah, I don't think I can go back. If I go back, I'll have to be a pirate. I'm contractually obligated. So, tell me this then. What would you like to do? I don't know. If only there was a place that I could go and atone for my sins here. I, that's too much to ask. I just, I'm just glad you came for me. What, like a church? Oh, no. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not be, let's not be hasty. I don't, really, I don't really like churches, but maybe there's just some, some good I could do here. That's what I'm thinking. Tina would be like, at the door. Like mm-hmm. here in the shadow plane? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't. I. I don't. Like, I'm not picking up so what you're putting Tina, down Tina here. would. Tina would have hung back with Mike just because she doesn't want to be around this impressionable young girl, and it's also kind of weird because she's Listana. Um, and she would kind of pipe up, and say, "We will need help rebuilding the conclave." The, the enclave, you mean? 
What'd I say? <laughs> Conclave. It's, Conclave. Listen, I've been we've been talking about some critical role recently. Yeah. Me and Matthew, sorry. Um, That's all right. <laughs> somebody else did that recently, said Conclave instead of Enclave. So it's going around apparently. It's, it's a whole thing. Uh, um, yes. Uh, I, I would love to help you. I'm quite the builder. I have a plus twenty one in engineering. That's pretty impressive if we are putting mm-hmm. numbers on things. Yeah. Um but yeah, she, I mean that's kind of like her that her <laughs> Mike, only bit. Mike silently you would notice. I feel like hopefully he doesn't have a good enough uh perception, but Mike's like, Oh got a twenty one. Um but no, Mike Mike turns to him and says, uh well all right, I mean Tenor if that's all right with you. I mean, he needs a place to go. We lost a lot of good people. Well, as I I'm said, not we a need good person. Well, we're not exactly good. It was more of a turn of phrase. Um, <laughs> mostly, we need workers. Um, <laughs> we're usually between lawful evil and chaotic. Typically, <laughs> you know? typically is I'm leaning more chaotic neutral nowadays. Yes. Yeah, but Tina says, like, you know, we'll we can put him to work if he wants to atone. He would happily agree agree to that. Um, Yeah, and and would feel like he has some purpose, you know. Awesome. Awesome. So Mike uh, looks at both of them, says, "Right, well, it's agreed then. You can uh, come with us to our ship, uh, but I need you to do me a favor. Anything." well, keep not your fucking fuck- but yeah, no, but it's not like that. Okay. Uh, keep your fucking mouth shut until we get to the ship and get you settled somewhere. I okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want. I don't want Gregant to even right, hear him. Right. <laughs> that, that, that makes sense. I have decided she is not Gregant. She is Lestana. Right. Like yeah, I right. have yeah. to okay. separate those two. You know. Yeah. 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 Well, she, I, my thought is that. When she finds a foster family or whatever, she'll adopt their last name. Yeah. You know? So. Um, Zeno, as this is going on, your phasing is becoming a little bit more erratic and a little bit more frequent. Um, and, you know, the, the rune drive seems to be pulsing in your hand, but you, you know that you need, you need an engine bay. Okay. You know, and um, that being said, too, with the heart while being gone the ship is actually now on this surface the shadow tracer is you know a couple hundred yards away from you on on the surface here Uh, you just have to go two football fields between here and there on this really wait a minute totally hospitable wait a minute asteroid having flashbacks (laughs) oh god Aurelo's all over uh, so, uh, Zeno is not thinking about that at this time, but he is definitely considering, like, okay, well, I, I probably need to let them know, hey, we're getting close. So, so everyone, we're getting close over to the Shadow Tracer, I think I heard. <coughs> so, that must be how you all got here. Well, that uh, solves one mystery for the day. Uh, but I suggest we go ahead and get a move on. Are you good in there, Michael? 
Uh, yeah, well, I mean, Mike Antenna, Antenna come out with what? What's the Sarkeesian's name? Zunar. Zunar with Zunar in tow, um, and he nods and says, "Yeah, we're good." And walks over to Aaron to take the little girl back. He'll he'll carry her the rest of the way, um, and he whispers, hoping you know, hopefully she doesn't hear, and is like, "Clean this sack of shit up. <laughs> press to, press to digitize him." <laughs> Token spell. Token spell. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Or Orin will just like snap, and yeah, and uh, he is no longer. Oh, I feel so much. Oh, sorry. All right, we're leaving you. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Mike. You did it. You done did it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So as you cross the two hundred yards of rocky terrain, I need y'all to roll a perception check. Oh, fuck you, Adam. Uh, right. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You guys, get, you guys make it aboard the Shadow Tracer. Alright. So, this gigantic party of ten, no, eleven now, uh, is aboard the Shadow Tracer. Um, Zeno, you feel all sorts of, like, Pulsing, phasing, you know, there, you, th- this feeling of what you've been building towards it seems to be reaching a fever pitch at this point. Um, but before we get to that, well, no, I think maybe we should start with that because, you know, you guys got to get back to the material plane and the shadow crew is going to do what they're going to do but maybe you should kind of discuss what the plan is to get back to the material plane for those who are not aware. I'm not aware. I, I, I can fly a lot of ships, but I don't know how to jump planes, guys. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> all right. Well, now that we're all here, uh, just wanted to uh, speak with everyone. First of all, once again, congratulations all around for a splendid job. And uh, as I understand, everything is going smoothly over on the material plane. As previously mentioned, I had success reaching out. Felino has done what he can on his end to prepare for our arrival onto the Epic Tracer. Now, as I said before... The context of the message was limited only to prep for our arrival. I do not know anything else, and any further communication would be too draining. Which leads me to my next point. Now, I'm sure all of you have seen my present condition. And he looks over to Michael. We can all jump together, but... The portion of the rune drive that I possess only has enough power for one more jump. But with the shadow generator out of commission, I will have to interact directly with the rune drive. Simply put, without the shadow nanites dampening the effect of the rune drive's enormous power, I fear my body will not withstand the journey. What? What are you? 
What are you saying? Who the fuck is that? Is that Heath talking? Uh, well, I was... I, I couldn't decide. Mike is like, what? Mate, what? Don't tell me what I think you're telling me. It's simply put, I've run the calculations, I've plotted the trajectory, and I've already made the jump once before with Oren and Ziva. This was whenever we had the Shadow Nanites still in mid-jump. I could feel them leave. And that's why you see my condition as it currently stands. And he just kind of holds up his arm and kind of regards the incorporeality of it, you know. So, the frankly more cowardly method, which would have been to not tell you at all, but you all deserve to know. You are all my friends. I have fought beside each and every one of, of you. And he's looking at everybody, but not looking at anyone at the same time. And it's, what I've experienced is that life is full of random and unexpected events. Who would have ever considered the five of us to take on the Aslanti or drive back a corruption? However, some, some principles remain constant. But I remain positive, and I think you should all understand that too. Understand, information is a form of energy. This is the first law of thermodynamics, which confirms that energy simply just changes form. I think that this jump will be an, uh, it will be a risk, but I put faith in science. But this is not an end. I think. Beyond that realm, there is an ascension to something new. Beyond the door lies the unknown. And I plan to transcend it. No. No, absolutely not. I, I've, I've already mourned your death one time. I, you bleeding just got back. There's got to be another way. And don't give me this fucking energy transforms all us into heaven horse shit. That's not the same. That's fucking dying, mate. And I ain't doing it again. There's got to be another way. Michael. Understand. Orin may have the mysticism required to divine the rune drive, but he does not possess the computational skills. You possess engineering, but you do not have any hope of divining the mystics. There is no other way around this. In order for us to move forward to cross planes. We have to interact with the rune drive. This is what got us here. It will get us out. But in order to do that, I have to interact with it directly. 
and there are no more nanites. I cannot call upon any nanites any further. My form that you see as it is remains the way it is. There is no other way. I cannot change form. I cannot turn into a cloud. I can't do anything except I can do this. This, my friends, all of you, is a road to possibilities. It's not a finality. But not let... Then we, we could just stay. We'll just stay. We can be the Shadow Protection Agency. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Oh, no. Oh, my God. You about made me, like, literally burst into tears right there. The desperation of that. Oh, my God. Michael, what about your father? What about Tiffany? Yi? What about everyone that we met back in the material plane? I know you still want to see Weldy and the rest. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's the best appeal. Uh, we, we can just wait. Well, look, Oren will get stronger. He, he can, he'll get us there. It'll just take time. Time is something that I fear we do not have or able to possess. We cannot control time. I've bent the laws once and I can bend it back. I can look, understand. We all have our roles to play and it is in your good fortunes that my role to play is the ferryman. Your roles were to survive long enough for the jump to be worth it. Because I've ac accessed the runescape before, that is the only reason I have the privilege to take you all safely back to the material plane. What does Oren think? Well, Oren is maybe the last person that that should be giving anybody advice on when or how they need to let go of something. But uh, I think that he has enough respect for Zeno to understand, you know, that Zeno knows what he's talking about and knows that this is what needs to be done. So Oren would uh, step up to Zeno and say, God damn it. It was an honor, you crazy bastard. And uh, pull him in for a hug, you know. Gonna miss you. Oren, likewise. Without you at the side, I believe you are more of a core to this group than you even you realize. Without you, I believe the APA is so much more weakened. Don't blow smoke up my ass, Zeno. Just trying to tell you I love you, man. I love you too. You do what you gotta do. Ziva, how are you responding to this? Ziva looks between Zeno and Mike. She already knew 
Like she got a sense of it back in in the rune drive. I mean, she told him before she stepped in to accept the corruption. Thank you for your sacrifice, because she saw. So she steps up and uh, just hugs Zeno and whispers to him. You trusted me enough. Let me make the decision to do what I had to do to save us. I trust you enough to make that decision too. We'll look out for Michael. Siva, I have had the pleasure to watch you grow into an exemplary captain. And I know you will continue to lead this crew in the future. And I know that you will perform wondrous things. This is not your end. This is not the end of the APA. This is the close of one chapter the shadow party you guys traveled with Zeno for quite some time he helped you you know get to the temple get through the temple and helped you defeat Mordrin what do y'all say to him I'll approach them okay D as an android, I've experienced my own crisis of identity and struggle for acknowledgement. Your own inquisitive nature about the human condition is a testament for your own acknowledgement. I see you and know you, Dee. I hope that I can too eventually thank you Zeno thank you and he approaches the twins says it would appear that you and Michael found common interests I'm glad these circumstances didn't wear down his best traits. Uh, please do be careful. I feel the Velstrak threat has not been fully resolved. I wish you both and your people a swift recovery in the rebuilding efforts. Thank you. Thank you. I never imagined when we found you in that abandoned uh, laboratory that you would lead us on a quite such an incredible journey, but I do want to say that I am grateful for the experience. Thank you, Xenophanes. The pleasure is all mine, and it was only made more incredible by both 
of your presence. And empty, of course. Tenna, some words for him. Clearly, this is a big moment. <laughs> you can't just sit there and cry. You have to say something. This is very awkward, and I'm sad, and I, these feelings are very weird. It's okay. This is compassion. This is what you should be understanding rather than that dreadful cult that you were a part of. Zeno, now is now is not the time either for that. <laughs> Please. <laughs> We've all been through a lot. This, this bittersweet feeling is I suppose the only true good kind of pain. It is catharsis that you are experiencing, dear. Tina would. She's kind of again looking down. Just it's really hard for her to meet eyes with pretty much any of the APA crew at this point. But she, her eyes sort of snap up. And she looks at you and she says, You are a very good person. I will, I will work to be more like you. You understand what real sacrifice is. Your pain will be for the absolute best. Thank you. And she kind of jer- jerks forward and gives you a really awkward hug. <laughs> like she's maybe never given a hug to somebody like outside of her immediate family. Um, and she steps back really awkwardly. And So yeah, everybody steps back, leaving Mike and Zeno. Face to face. Uh, also, Kuiper. Oh, there's Kuiper. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, so just indulge just a moment. <laughs> if you'll allow me to moment to be extremely yeah. indulgent. Uh, so, you're the one I've heard so much about. And you are. I am Kuiper Vargas. It is good to finally meet you. I wish you were under different circumstances. Well, may our roads cross another time, another place, Kuiper. I want to thank you for aiding my friends in this endeavor. Well, perhaps wherever we meet again, we could have drinks. Oh, well, I don't drink. (laughs) (laughs) But perhaps I can make an accommodation. Okay. Thank you. Thank, thank you for your sacrifice. <laughs> to take, one must first give. Right. All right. And he just steps back. Oh. Oh, nice. Uh, okay, we'll oh, see you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that then does leave Mike and Zeno. Mike, for what it's worth, is is standing, looking around at the the scenes of, in his mind, cook the horses. Um, 
at every one of them, and at each one looking more and more and more betrayed, like offended. Michael, you have to let me go. No, I fucking don't. Look, this catharsis can bite my fucking tail, mate. I worked too goddamn hard to get you back, to get all my friends back. I wasn't trying to leave you out of that deal, even though when this first all fucking started, I thought you were still dead. It's not fucking fair. Life no isn't fair, Michael. No one should have to lose someone twice. No one should have to lose anyone just once either, but that is life. Unfortunately, death is always involved. I would imagine you would understand this, but... Look, this is not how I want to part. I understand we have not seen each other in some time. But we will see each other again. I'm, I'm sure of it. The mathematical probabilities. It's always possible. Who knows? And Mike, um, just like clenching his fists, you know, shaking. Um, takes a deep breath. Well, I hope you're right. Because I can't. I don't know if I can do this again. But I want you to know. I love you, brother. I love you too, brother. And... Zeno sends a telepathic message to Kuiper. I don't know you, Kuiper. But I ask for you to watch over them. And aloud, Zeno exclaims, Protect them, Michael. Everyone. We've done it. And Zeno activates the rune drum. Well, not yet. <laughs> no? Well, no. What? Well, because, Come on. Well, because I want the shadow party to be able to say their goodbyes to the material plane. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> You're ruining but, my moment, okay. Ab. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know, but like... Okay. I don't, right. I don't want to rob y'all of, of that quick thing, you know. Like, so the shadow party, you have... You've, you're seeing this unfold, and you realize that the... The folks from the material plane are about to jump from the shadow plane back to the material plane, leaving you with the shadow tracer. Uh, you know, you have the nicest ship that you guys have ever had and you have rebuilding ahead of you and perhaps actually building the SPA. We'll see. I don't know. But for now, I think that I want to give you guys the time to say goodbye to each other before Zeno activates the rune draft. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think for for Trelax, right? He would want to talk. He would want to just say something to Mike. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so uh, 
which is, I mean, it would be a little awkward. It, Mike's like in the middle is, of like being like, and like, like he's like, like snot nosed and fucking right. shaking. Yeah. Tri- I will wait to sacrifice myself <laughs> while you speak. <laughs> in, in retrospect, we should have done this in a different order. No, no, please, yeah. we have all the time. <laughs> except, except that we totally don't. I'm literally phasing out of existence as we speak. But don't <laughs> worry, please. Take whatever time you need. Right. Time is nebulous. Oh my god, nebulous. I was just about to fuck this thing. Oh my god. <laughs> that uh, was dangerous. I mean, it look. It doesn't have don't to be feel nebulous. Yeah. <laughs> Trailice would would uh. would put a hand kind of on Mike's shoulder, and say, "Mike, it has been quite an incredible journey that we have gone on. I must admit that I did not quite know where." I was going or what I wanted from life until I had this experience with you all. You have inspired me in ways that I don't even fully understand. However, I promise you this. Once the difficult and arduous work of rebuilding the Enclave is complete, I am going to start the Shadow Protection Agency in your honor. And I will do my best to live up to your standards and ideals. You have been a inspiration to me. And I just wanted you to know that. I am not much for sentiment, but enjoy it while you got it, okay? <laughs> yeah, I think when you first start speaking, it's like, you know, a thousand yard stare. Like, Mike's trying to come to grips with what's going on. And, and finally starting to accept it, you know? Hate it. Rage against it. But deep down, accept it. And um, once you get, you know, near the end of your, your statement there, he kind of turns towards you. Almost like blank face. Like, you don't see any emotion because he's, like, trying to process everything you just said. And is quiet for a couple of seconds, you know, letting it go through his head and it, you know, understand the, the gravity of what you're saying. Um, and he turns to you and says, I've rarely met someone I would consider my equal, surely in terms of combat, mind you. Um, and you, frankly, may be better than me. I'm just an old visk who's uh, taking a punch or two. But if you're hell-bent on this Shadow Protection Agency thing, I think it's a it's a good idea. Um, you and Tenno, you look out for her. She's going to need it. Um, and you two, go rebuild your lives. Go find someone to love. And you protect them fiercely. Of course. For every moment that of you course. can. Absolutely, Michael. And he, he gives you a Spartan handshake. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I like that. that yeah. Uh, around the wrist yeah. type handshake. And, yeah, and then he, he pulls you in and, like, makes you hug him, <laughs> uh, which, which you can feel is much more like him trying to sturdy himself through his own emotions, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, quickly, 
I think he would turn to Kuiper and just mm-hmm. just give Kuiper like a, a a look and a nod of respect, you know. Trialax, Tena, D, you've all fought like hell out there. I would be glad to have you guard my back any day. D, I don't know if you'll ever find what you're looking for, but just in case no one's told you, who you are right now isn't bad at all. D perks up at that. <laughs> and curt nod, Spartan handshake yeah. back to you guys. And yeah. um, quickly, Trelax would also want to. He would he would stop at Ziva, you know, and say, "Herald, Ziva, Sh- please, Ziva, I actually like that better. I think I do too. We've." We've gone on quite the, quite the perilous journey to get you, and now that you are here, I I must admit that uh, I I am I am glad that this journey has led us to this moment. I hope that you'll find some peace after this is all over with. I don't know what to say to you. I'll be honest. It's okay. This uh, the feeling is a bit uh, mutual. But <laughs> thank you. I know that you. And she kind of looks over at uh, Mike and Kuiper. I know that you worked very hard to save all of all of them, all of us. Thank you, all of you. And she she nods at D and um, Tina. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. And Trelax would, would turn to Oren, uh, obviously, and be like, I know you don't want to hear this, but you saved my sister's life, and for that, I am eternally grateful. I know that I have said this before, but it means the world to me. Just know that what you have done has earned my gratitude. If you ever need anything from me, not hesitate to call or jump planes or however, whatever it is you need to do. But thank you again. And uh, I mean, Orin just nods at him. You know, he's he's a man of few words. Yeah, no problem, Chief. Uh, Mike quickly not quickly like his demeanor I just mean I'm not going to take too long um, <laughs> Mike walks over to Tenna and um, without you know really I would imagine you expecting it just comes up and kind of gives you like the the little sister hug like mm-hmm. give, you know gives you a hug and, like puts his, his kind of chin on your, on your head and just says um, look kiddo Keep your fucking wits about you. You're gonna need them with this one. <laughs> and he nods at Trelax and says, uh, and like lifts his head up and then puts his finger under her chin so she has to like look up at him and says, You've got another chance. Not everyone gets one of those. Take advantage of it. Lead a good life. She nods and she says, Yes, I feel, and thank you for everything that, just thank you, 
and she kind of like burrows her head back down into your chest a little bit because this is overwhelming for her on so many levels i mean i think everybody's extremely overwhelmed um yeah that they probably those two have a sort of unique bond in it being really overwhelming right now. You know? Why is everybody crying? Shut, Shut will, the fuck up! I will space you right fucking now. Um, but uh, no, he, he pats Ted on the back down yeah. and just doesn't. He, he doesn't say anything else, but he just like rubs her back for a second. Tina steps back and like kind of weak smile and um looks over at Oren and walks up to him from the little bit that she knows of him. He's a very gruff cat. He's a rough exterior. Um, she again does her super awkward jerky hug <laughs> and just, just wraps her arms around you, Oren, and says, I know you don't enjoy this, but I You gave me my life back. You let me have another chance with my brother, with my people, to set right the things that I messed up. Thank you. And I think for Oren's part, he, you know, would be a little weirded out by by her giving him a hug, but but eventually would finally just relent and put his arms around her. And uh, just whisper in her ear. It was my pleasure. I'm really glad I could help. Make it count, okay? Again, jerky nods, steps back, wipes her sweating palms on her <laughs> on her pants, and um, looks over at Kuiper. Anytime you want to come back to the Chateau Plain, you just let us know. We'll we'll. You're good people. You're a good fighter. I, I like the way you move. <laughs> um, she's just so uncomfortable. I like the way you move. <laughs> and he says, "I'll just, I'll give you a quick ring. I, I you know, just kind of quick wink, you know." I will, I will cast. A, Plain telephone. It's it's, uh, it's not a spell. I was trying to make a joke. Um. Mm, Look, okay. Drop a telegram to me either on Versus or Absalom Station. I haven't quite decided where I'm gonna go, but I'm always around. She just nods and steps back and looks oh. at. And thank you for the knife. It served me well. So D would look at Kuiper, Zeno, and Mike, regard the three of them, and say, I truly appreciate you three showing me no, being an example for how I should live. That is all. <laughs> well said, D. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll see you, D. <laughs> so the, the shadow team steps back away from the rune drive 
um, Zunar and Tenna and Trelax and D kind of steps back into their positions on the Shadow Tracer and Mike and Oren and Kuiper and Ziva they all kind of gather around Zeno in the rune drive uh, Mike holding Wistana they all, they all hold hands so Mike's holding Wistana with one arm holding hands through kind of making a chain I, w- I like to imagine she fell asleep at yeah. the beginning of all <laughs> yep. of this. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. real. So yeah, she's been tuckered out. She's mm-hmm. had a busy day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you all circle around Zeno in the rune drive, and the android places his fading hands upon the rune drive and immediately begins to feel a pull from within the green cube, drawing him, urging him back into the mindscape within the rune drive. Though Zeno knows this time, with Mordren's presence expelled, the runescape will be entirely his own. The remaining APA watches with tears in their eyes as Zeno fully disincorporates into the rune drive. The artifact surges with green and purple light, blinding Mike, Oren, Kuiper, and Ziva. Mike thinks he may see, for just a second, Trelax giving him the APA salute before his vision is washed out by the energy of the rune drive. The APA feels uncomfortable pulls at their navels as the Shadow Tracer dissipates around them and they are catapulted into untethered streams of their experiences. While the curse of the corruption was lifted with the destruction of the Shadow Generator, they now actually feel the stains being scrubbed from their souls. Memories and galaxies whiz by them as the pain of their experiences with the Shadow are extracted. They almost ironically find pleasure in the pain of this process, but in truth, it is catharsis. It will be a long time before the horrors of their experience truly leave them, yet the rune drive has given them a place to start. The terrifying experiences give way to the pure memories, to joy that they thought had been forever lost, to peace they thought would never come. Hope and love return to their souls as they hurtle through the planes of existence. In the material plane, Fell is frantically working to keep the lines, valves, and conduits stable as the engineering bay of the Epic Tracer has become a maelstrom of chaos. Green and purple currents ripple through the bay, and the form of the rune drive begins to sporadically phase in and out of its ready chassis. Felna's brow drips with sweat as he jumps from one malfunction to another, trying to keep everything operational despite the massive surge of energy that is flowing through the bay. It is a few moments before he realizes that his skin is changing color to match his heightened emotions. His scars are gone. The cold emptiness that has plagued him since their arrival at New Elysium is now filled with love and determination. He can feel them, his friends. Somehow he knows they succeeded and are coming back home to the Epic Tracer. If he can keep the engineering bay stable enough to withstand the rune drive's incredible surge of energy. He thinks back to his bout with the particle accelerator. He thinks back to his triumph over the poison at the Lizard's Lounge. He thinks back to his fonder memories of Kaon, of who he really was and what he represented. He thinks back to Sedona and what she did for him. Somehow, 
These memories empower him to use his physical body to hold an exhaust hose and an electrical conduit directly in place of where the rune drive is reforming before his very eyes. He is overwhelmed with green and purple light and deafened by the hum of all of the cosmos. He falls unconscious just as he sees the rune drive finally take its full corporeal form and behind it, three familiar figures and two that he doesn't recognize. You guys have arrived back on the Epic Tracer. I mean, four and familiar figures? Three familiar... Well, he doesn't know Kuiper. Oh, he does know Kuiper. No, Kuiper. Sorry, four. Four <laughs> familiar faces. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so you guys are now on the Epic Tracer, back in the material plane, and you see Fell's unconscious body laying right by the rune drive as you are expelled from the rune drive. And it's bittersweet because you see Fell, but Zeno is not with you. What do you do? All right, so Oren, seeing Fell unconscious on the ground, is going to run over to him and, uh, you know, kneel down and be like, Fell, you all right, man? Fuck. And he, like, starts to, you know, like his fingers start kind of tingling a little bit as he starts to channel some healing energy. He thinks he might need to heal him or something. I think Fell's eyes would flutter a little bit. Fell! And then <laughs> and then slowly open and start, you know, kind of not focused. And then see Oren in front of him. And just quietly Oh holy holy fuck it it Oren? Fell and Omarana, you lanky son of a bitch! <laughs> I never thought I'd see you again, buddy! Or it, it, how the it worked? Yeah, it worked. Yeah, Holy it worked. Shit, it worked. Oh my, Mike. Mike pipes up, sleeping on the job again. <laughs> <laughs> Mike too. Oh fuck, Mike! I, I can't believe. What, what about what about Ziva? Where's, where's Ziva? Is she did she make it? Steps out from behind Mike, like oh, Jesus Christ, su- supporting a a sleeping uh, Listana, I guess. And uh, I, I thought I was holding her. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. steps out from behind Mike. <laughs> I don't know who she is, but that's okay. I don't, I don't really care at the moment. Kaipa, Kaipa, oh my God, you're here too, man. Come on, Fel, on your feet. And he just extends his hand to pick him up, to help pick him up. And he stands up and looks around. What, what about, I mean, Zeno reached out to me. Where is he? And Mike um, walks away to... Ziva's chambers on this ship that's very familiar. He knows where everything is to go and put Lestana in Ziva's bed um, and and lays her down and like strokes her hair and it's like whether she hears it or not <clears throat> the most dangerous part of the journey's over. Rest for a bit. I'll wake you up soon. And yeah. While while he's gone Ziva would limited telepathy to Orin. Can you show him? Can you show him what we saw? Orin nods, and uh, we'll use nice. we'll use Mind Link with Fel to like catch him up to speed, you know? I if I was giving inspirations out during this episode, y'all would have like five thousand. <laughs> God, I love Mind Link. Yeah, that, so good that, should, that should handle it, you know? Yeah. I won't. So yeah, he just dumps it all into your brain. 
Hope yeah. you're ready for this shit, man. <laughs> when, when you when you come out of like the you know the the mind meld, I guess. Ziva's got tears in her eyes, but she kind of looks over her shoulder at Mike. And she's, she's, well, Mike's not in the room. I know, but like to where Mike oh, went. Oh, well, you know? gotcha. Um, took it very hard. So we have to yeah, support him. <laughs> you guys might have to support me a little bit too. I'm, I'm, I'm not exactly okay with it. He reached out to me. He was supposed to be here. Well, he was he, there when we needed him. You know how Zeno is, man. It's Comes and goes. True. He's here one minute, not here another. <laughs> it's that god dang tinnitus. <laughs> Fucking machines, Always am I right? <laughs> Enough about us, he, man. What the hell have you been doing? What's up with the tracer? I thought... I crashed the fucking thing on, uh, uh, on the dark side of Verses. Yeah, 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 about that. I wish I could do the little nimbly-pimbly stuff you do with the, you know, put my hand on your face and just dump all this shit, but I'll catch you up over time, but the short of it, uh, I don't know how much we're going to be in their pocket for this, but uh, D9 actually, well, the CSV found me. Wait, what? What are you talking about with the D9? Why are the D9 When, when, when Fel says CSV, you just hear... <laughs> Yeah, and I don't even register that. I'm asking about the D9. Mm-hmm. Don't don't know? don't worry about it right now, Kite. There's there's so much I have, we can explain later. I, right now, in the moment, they they put all their muscle. For, I'm not sure why, but they they've restored it. She's back. I, you need to check to make sure there's no bugs in this. I mean, oh, I there's, will. There's no telling. Here's here's the thing, though, Kite. I've I've been overseeing all the repairs. Front to back, I've been involved with every step. So it, I'm about I as confident as I can be. I just, but, you know, it puts me on edge. I understand you have to, so. you have to, oh. I would say, okay, Phil, okay. It, it seems Kuiper is acting a bit strange. You know what I mean? Like, right. And you I don't, mean, you obviously don't know why, but like, yeah, he definitely seems out of sorts. And, and, you know, those of you that know may be con- kind of like, Console, consoling him in some way, but there's definitely some some disconnect happening there. I mean, do we know uh, outside Mike of? Would. Well, I, that's that's the question. No, I, but I mean, like, we don't he know that he really lost that memory. Yeah, mm. it's, it's kind of difficult to really. Yeah. Well, yeah. Then, yeah. So there's just that's something. <laughs> there's something weird going on. You're not as freaked out as you need to be. <laughs> not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm just glad every, well, almost everybody's here and safe. Absolutely, man. It's fantastic to see you, Val. I was sure you up. probably bought the bit the dust back there, but <laughs> it, if, hey. you know, I, I told you're you you're a real tough nut. Okay, but I told you I didn't need that knife. I'm glad I didn't give it to you. <laughs> Oh, you tried. I just I, I, I did. I did. But hell. Well, good on you. Good on you. I'm glad to see that the ship is back in working order. But yes. We need to get to the bottom of this D9 thing later. Later, though. I think Mike uh, comes out of the room after tucking our new friend in um, and just silently like walks up to Fell. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, puts his hand out to shake it. Phil ignores the hand and just goes in for the hug. Yeah, of course he does. There you go. Um, yeah, and he like Mike, you know, like em- embraces the hug uh, harder than you would expect, or probably not. They just told you what happened, but you know, just sobs for a, a minute or two and doesn't say anything. He's just, you know, that he's extremely glad that you made it and that he's extremely sad that Zeno didn't and that this is his release of, of both of those things. His his job is done, right? Like, he's all he's focused on is getting everybody back and doing it in time to get you back. And he felt like he was going to fail so many times. And, like, this... This is the double-edged sword of his catharsis. Yeah. Well, in that embrace, Fell says quietly to Mike, You did well, man. You did better than anybody possibly could have. And you're back. You're home. You're safe. You can relax. Mike falls asleep right there. <laughs> no. <laughs> <For three> weeks, <laughs> no. <laughs> Big all tuck it out. Mike just says, I'm, a, I'm, I'm back to one of my homes, but let's, let's go home to Absalom. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get going there. Uh, on that note, hey, uh, hey, Oren. Yeah. Um, so, when you and Ziva uh, got disappeared after all that with Kaon, uh, I picked up Evelyn. But after the rest of the crew left and went to the Shadow Plane to chase after you guys, I, I had it. And I was trying to climb out of that damn place before they rescued me. And well, I, I lost damn near everything I was carrying. Evelyn included. So I'm, I'm so I'm so sorry, man. I know how much it meant to you. I I wish there was some way I could make it up. I I can't believe that. I, I I'm sorry, Oren. So Oren kind of lowers his eyes for just a second, and then he'll, you know, look back up and meet meet eyes with Fell, and say, "Man, the only thing that I care about made it out of that godforsaken pit." I'm glad you're all right, man. None of that other shit matters. Thanks, Orn. Yeah, and I'll give him another hug, you know? Yeah. Bring him in close. <laughs> Missed you, buddy. <laughs> Missed you too, man. Guys, it's so good to have you guys back. I, honestly, I was going a little bit crazy without you. At that moment, your communicator fires up, uh, Phil, and you hear the voice of the CSV. Over the over the communications, uh, fell. Is it alright if we come back in? It's uh, there's there was a lot of commotion uh, from outside here. Are, are you all right? Has everything been established? Have you done what you what you were trying to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, <coughs> and fell tries to yeah push back the the tears and the the joy of, and just try back getting back to business. Yeah. yeah um, yeah, yeah, you guys, come on in. Uh, 
it all worked. Everybody's okay. And you wouldn't believe what just happened. And who's Mike, here? Mike frantically makes a group message through his like space cell phone <laughs> with everyone except Kuiper, which says, don't have time to explain. Kuiper lost all memory of CSV. Don't ask. Does Mike know that? You just Does said Mike, Mike was that? the one well, that yeah, knew but that. I was, but then they always, I was corrected. That that's <laughs> yeah, probably there, not there true. Really was, yeah, yeah. There's not really been anything that's been overt enough to, decer- to decipher that CSV has been removed from Kuiper. Oh, yeah, I don't Nothing think it's come up yet. My bad. Yeah. It, it's okay. Yeah. I know. I, I did that earlier. <laughs> I, I did that earlier, too. Myself. Yeah. We'll so, lay we'll that. Yeah. Uh, we'll lay that. Yeah. So, you know, D9 and the CSV, they, they start kind of coming back onto the ship and, and um, you know, taking their positions, whatever. And the CSV walks into the engine bay where all of you are. Um, and he says, God damn, everybody's here. Uh, how, how did this fell, you son of a bitch? What, what did you do? I, it wasn't just me. Zeno did it. Zeno made this happen. Who? Don't worry about it. Uh, okay. Um, wow, it's, it's, it's so great to see all of you. Um, and Kuiper, this guy seems very familiar with everybody, but you know, including right, you. Right, but right, you, right. you, you have no idea who this is. Yeah, Felinor, don't be rude. Introduce me to the gentleman. I think everybody turns and looks like right. Yeah, the fuck yeah. are you on about? No, like uh, turns and like, oh, you're being cheeky, huh? Mm-hmm. The, the CSV looks at Kuiper for a second, like really, really hard. And he kind of looks as if, like, he made some kind of faux pas, you know? It's just like, what does everyone looking at? And he looks to the rest of the group. And somehow, instinctually, the CSV just puts up, puts up his hand to the rest of you. And he walks over to you, Kuiper. And he says, it's a pleasure to meet you, Kuiper Vargas. I've heard a lot about you. My name is Tiberius Vikesh. It's a pleasure to meet you. And we're going to cut that scene right there. Next scene, we're back at Absalom Station at the Pools of Paradise. Bravo. I like that. So, the team arrives back. At the Pools of Paradise. Of course, when you arrive, Uli and Etram are besides themselves when Ziva and really everybody walks in. Etram's like, I thought that you would never come back. Some very distressing things have happened while you were gone. Somebody tried to steal this entire facility. But we stopped them with the help of some very talented guest. Ulis says, Atrum, stop. That's not what she wants to hear right now. We're just glad you're back, ma'am. Um, however, there are 
are some very official stewards um, awaiting you in the conference room. They've been here for quite some time. Um, they they seem to have been tracking the Epic Tracer, or at least been aware of when you came back into the Absalom Station star space. And, well, I, I don't know how much you know, but um, there's some pretty distressing stories about you and the events of New Elysium. Now, of course, we all know that that can't possibly be true. However, before you go in there, it is kind of the general public opinion that all of you murdered everybody at New Elysium. Fuck so, me. You, just to give you a heads up, um... Mike actually laughs. He's just like, <laughs> "Well, why the fuck will we come back here?" Well, exactly. I told, I, as I told the stewards, uh, I told them that exactly. And well, we have a relationship with the stewards, as you well know. Um, I, I actually think this is just a formality. But anything that you could do to perhaps absolve yourself in the public eye would be. Um, would be quite well because business hasn't been great here in the last few weeks, I must say. Yeah, uh, I think I've actually got it covered. And Fell taps yes. the base where his skull meets his uh, spine, like where the exocortex is implanted. And uh, and you hear in your mind, oh, hi, it's me, Terry. What can I do for you, Fell? <laughs> hey, uh, Terry, buddy, you still, uh, and this is all in his head, mm-hmm. but... Terry, buddy, you still got that uh, footage from Tox Camera? Yo. Oh, of course. I watch it every night. Oh, it's one of my favorite <laughs> videos. Oh, Terry. Oh, my God. Yes. That's a, that's a little bit disturbing there, buddy. But uh, well, Yeah, I'm Terry 2.0. I've always been disturbing. Yeah, that's kind of what I like about you, but it also creeps me out. Right. Anyways. Right. Terry, no. Um, <laughs> thanks, Andrew. Oh, anyways, uh, Terry, if you could uh, go ahead and prep that uh, for me to transfer it, uh, I'm going to need to make copies. Oh, yeah, no problem. I got you, buddy. I'm in it with you. Get it? <laughs> I'm, I'm in it with you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You and me, buddy. I got you. Yeah. Oh, God. While uh, this... Sorry. Here, go ahead. Yeah, no, <laughs> while this was, you know, go, they're having their internal monologue. Um, <laughs> dialogue. There we go. Um, Ziva would kind of look at the rest of the crew and say, let's go sweep up this last bit of dirt. And we can be done with this. Only uh, Etram, everything is fine. I assure you. Uh, Mike kind of steps up and I imagine is holding the hand of Lestana because mm. we brought her here. Mm-hmm. Um, and he turns and he says, uh, Little mother, Uli, would you mind settling our new friend into a room? This is Lestana. Oh, but of course, Mike. Hello, Lestana. It is a pleasure to meet you. My name is Uli, they, though they call me Little Mother. Um, come, please, come with me. And I imagine she's got Mike's engineering kit and is just like playing with it distractedly, you know? As they head off, she would say, Etra, if you could procure a science kit and any other necessary items that Listana requests. And some whale polyps. Uh, um... Sure. Yes, I I will make sure that she gets some snacks, and yes, I will I will find 
um, an appropriate science kit for, for our new guest. Lestana, I think you will love it here. We have everything you could possibly hope for, including a giant pool. Would you like to go swimming? Uh, and so she takes, she takes her off, and Etram escorts you to the conference room. You know, okay. of course he does, right? Mm. And, so, uh-huh. and so you guys uh, go, go ahead. Sorry, I was just quickly going to say, uh, I imagine Mike caught the weird look about the whale polyps mm. from Ziva, and he turns and like, what? Little human girls don't like whale polyps? <laughs> I guess we'll learn. Whale polyps, you bright welders have the weirdest <laughs> I prefer the succulent paste myself. Um... Yeah, so, yes. succulent paste on the whale polyps. That's the one. I'll do it. You make right. a sandwich. All right. So you guys go into the conference room, and you see your contact from the stewards there, who's actually representing the stewards, which probably puts your mind at ease a little bit. Um, and Tiffany is in there to take notes as, as you're kind of, you know, to make sure everything is, she's got everything in, in order for your side of the, of the case. And the, the steward, she asks you to sit down. She's like, please, uh, have a seat. Uh, unfortunately, we have some bad business that we have to take care of. And I would like to clear this up. Um, it is very distressing, but I am hoping that you can uh, fill in a few gaps for me and we can wrap this up. And so she invites you all to sit down at the conference table. Yeah. We yeah, said, Mike, yeah. Mike, Mike catches eyes with Tiffon, and I imagine she's like elated at first, and then like worried because they seem like they're in trouble, and he just like calms, like it's okay, you know, kind of non-verbally, like I, don't worry about it, I, and winks at her. I assume Fell would have mentioned out loud, like I got this footage, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, he okay. said that to the group. Okay, yeah. just making sure. So the steward says, "All right, well." You were all at New Elysium during the tragic events that happened there. Yes? Please answer directly for this is all for the record. Yeah. You know, there's a bunch of cameras pointing at you. This is a straight up disposition. uh, Or deposition, I mean. Deposition. My disposition is a little not great right now. Yeah, Oren Oren looks so... Surly? So over this shit. Like, so above this, like... Bullshit yeah, interrogation right, by the stewards. Yeah, oh yeah. man, I imagine like flashing cameras everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, no, and it's my... not like there's no press in there. I'm just saying you got a couple oh, of video okay. cameras like they do in in, in depositions mm-hmm. where it's like okay, recording right, okay. it for the all record. Right, so so the question Mike, is, were you there? Yeah. So Mike says for the group, noticing most of them are really not excited about being here. He looks at all of them and looks back at the the stewards. Says. Yes, sir. We were her. It's a, it's a her. Oh, yes, ma'am. I'm sorry. Yes. I've, I've had a lot of concussions. He's been you know. very concussed lately. No offense. Man. Yes. Um, and this was due to an invitation by um, the Paradise Resorts. Yes. Correct. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. And in your words, can you tell me what happened there and how it is that you? are the only survivors of this incident. I believe we can do better than words. Felino. And at that, Fel, I, I, I suppose he'd be able to, like, interface with a device yeah, there's and a, there's a put it up on the, yeah. on the holovid yeah. directly from his exocortex. 
Yeah, if you uh, just imagine a projector, you just you know from its head. You just no, no, it's like a thing in the room. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you just hell, give this a watch. It's yeah, footage from when we were there. So you put it up, and she watches it, and like you know, you guys watch as she just experiences horror in seeing what actually happened, you know, and then for a moment she sits in silence, and then she turns back to you, to you all, and says. I, this is, this is horrible. I, I cannot believe that you survived. Thank you for what you did. And thank you for this. I think that this may bring peace to the families of the fallen. But I have one other question which now I feel a bit uneasy asking. But, Mr. Vargas, you were there impersonating an official of Versi's government. Were you not? I believe there needs to be context uh, included. A simple yes or no answers, please. Yes. Thank you. That's just for the record. Please, I apologize for the bureaucracy. But I I am the one responsible for these reports. (laughs) Why were you impersonating the hospitality diplomat for Versys? Well, to answer that question starts off with a murder that took place a very dear friend of mine that also took place on Versys. And Kuiper tells his whole story that you can Correct. listen to in all of the flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Season yes. two, folks. Um, <laughs> she says, uh, okay, I understand, but important, un- unfortunately, this is still a crime. And at that moment, her cell phone or her communications device rings. She says, excuse me, one moment. She picks it up. She's like, yes, this is Stuart DePashna. Yes. Yes, I have him here. But. Okay. Okay. I understand. And she hangs up. And she says, it seems that you are free to go, Mr. Vargas. He's bewildered. And all of you, once again, thank you for being the Apollo Protection Agency. I don't know how better to frame it, but you you saved us. And I don't think anybody will truly know the extent to which you have served us. But rest assured that our alliance remains firm and that your names shall be cleared. We will release a public statement. And I appreciate your cooperation. At this, uh, you notice, Ziva, you notice that Etram is like, 
kind of talking into his little comms unit, his little kind of earpiece, you know? Mm-hmm. And he just nods, you know, as you're getting up. Um, limited telepathy. Is mm-hmm. everything all right, Etro? Does he have limited telepathy back? He would not, okay. um, but I feel just, like we would have, like, signals. Like yeah, so signals. He, would, he would look at you and indicate that, yeah, everything's fine, but that there's a special guest here that that has asked for, for you and the team. Okay. Um, if that is all, uh, thank you for giving us an opportunity to clear everything up. Um, but we have additional business to handle. Um, please uh, avail yourself of any of the services uh, that the pools can offer. Good day. Yes, thank you again. Um, and you guys start making your way out of the conference room and <clears throat> Etram leans over to you and whispers in your ear and Ziva, you just kind of chuckle and nod at him. Okay. And you lead them to one of the lounge areas. We lead the whole group to one of the lounge areas. And when you guys kind of, when she pulls the curtain back, <laughs> oh my God, it's my fellow baby. Oh You're my here. God, no. I can't believe it. You're here. I can't believe it. Oh my goodness. Martha. <laughs> Calm down. It's just, uh, it's just fell. I mean, it's not that you just fell. I love you, son. But like, you know, you don't have to make a big deal about everything. And the, <laughs> and the two of them just like jump up and like hug your neck. And they see that you've got all the color back in your skin. And even Frank hugs your neck. Ma, Ma, what the what are you doing here? Oh, we told you we were coming on a vacation. We're rediscovering ourselves. Didn't oh, we tell God. you about it, dinner? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you did, there actually. You did. All right, I'm going to head out. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm right behind you, Mike. <laughs> yeah, so like everybody leaves and fell. It's like, no, 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 no. Um, um, and, Ziva and Mike, would try and like save him. Like, once you have your conversation, she would certainly come back and be like, Martha, Frank, please let me show you the most, you know, blah, 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 the best part. Well, of the- I'm, maybe Phil would, wouldn't even mind a little time with his parents. I, I don't want to make that assumption. No, I'm you just, know what I mean? Once they've had time to talk, like, she would give him so, yeah, an opportunity. Yeah, a little bit of time, but he also wants, like, he doesn't want to interfere with them right, rediscovering right. their relationship. <laughs> uh, Mike. Son, you're cock blocking me. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, uh, so when you, you, you know, you extract yourself pretty quickly and I would think that you and Oren, um, you would probably want to show Kuiper kind of your, your hangar, you know, your, your armory, you know, the APA kind of facilities, you know? I mean, sure. Uh, but I think his first priority is going to see his dad. Well, that's where he is, dummy. That's what um, I was leading up well, to. <laughs> I, well, I'm just saying, the, the emphasis is not the hangar itself, you know? Yeah. So, so, well, yeah. not for not for Mike, but he said Oren and Fell might want to show. Oh, I said Oren and Mike w- oh. would want to show, because oh. Fell's tied up with his parents. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. So, so, yeah, so you guys head over to the APA, which, which you know, which is where... Rupert is um, and you arrive and you see Rupert um, a little bit more bent over than he was than you last saw him but still still working diligently 
on crafting some sort of piece of armor uh, within the hangar. And you see that there's a couple other smaller, like little fighter ships that have joined your your fleet. Um, and he sees you walk in and he immediately like stands up. And what does he say, John? Hey, Mikey. Hey. Good to see you. Come, <laughs> give your papa a hug. <laughs> All right. And he walks up, gives his dad a hug. He's like, it's, it's good to see you, Pop. Really, I, I, want, I want to apologize for being gone so long and not being able oh, to no, get in touch no, with no. you. It feels like it's been years, but come on. Out with it, out with it. How you been? Everything good now? <laughs> oh, we're going to have to have some drinks so I can tell you everything. Um, well, I just stocked the fridge. Come on. <laughs> nice. Um, and but I imagine just just his flavor real quick. Like, he's been, he has like stacks of pizza boxes <laughs> and like... Uh, it's uh, it's like a bunch of like natty oh, ice no. and like bush style, you know, analogs, you know, that's like in the fridge. Yeah. Okay. And he's got like a Brutaris game on. Right. Of course he does. That's yeah. Certainly not the Buzzblades. <laughs> Definitely not the. No, no, not the bl- Buzzblades. Oh man, you need to be checking out the Valkyries. They've been doing awesome this season. Uh, uh, yeah. I just want to remind you, it's only been like four weeks, but. <laughs> Right. Well, that's four weeks. A lot can change in four weeks. <laughs> you're, like your team loyalties. <laughs> hey, I heard the about the boss plays. What happened? To, what happened They're to that? Dead. We got to move on. The season's still going. <laughs> yeah. Look. So I, I actually do have some information about that. I'll t- again. Let's get a few drinks, and I'll tell you. Or right, you have a beer as well if you want. Um, but any like. You know, uh, rides the sort of jovial nature of it for a second, and then when he goes to the fridge and like grabs a beer and opens it, he walks up, faces dad, and um, his face gets a lot more serious. And he says, "Pop, uh, I'm really glad to see you, and and in all seriousness, uh, I'm sorry that I was gone, and you know." After we had just kind of got back to being around each other, uh, I love you, Pop. It's been a, it's been a rough few weeks. Hey, son, son, what happened? And Mike tells him the last right. hundred episodes yeah. of what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Well, look, I, I've got like one more scene after this so is there anything that you guys want to do in this epilogue before I kind of wrap this all up um so I feel like as kind of like maybe Ziva leaves you know the the Marana's getting them settled and checking in with all of the other things that she hasn't been able to do um Mm. she sort of turns around and sees Kuiper um, yeah, maybe Kuiper kind of faded out after Mike and Rupert like seemed to like really get into like some father son moment. He kind of was like, okay, I'm just gonna like head back over to the pools. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bounce. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna head out. Um, but <laughs> she would she would approach him and say, Kuiper, I feel that everyone else has something that might be calling them after our journeys, but I I don't know." Where are you off to? 
What are, what's your next? What's your next move? Well, I was thinking about checking out the bounty board here and see about uh, you know, seeing what bounties wherever the wind takes me, you know, or I might just go back to Vescarium. I'm not sure. I I haven't quite made a decision yet. Well, and she kind of looks over her shoulder at like where maybe Etram and Uli are sort of catching up on some of the things that she's brought to their attention or vice versa. Just, I don't know if it's something that you would be interested in, but I would I would be more than happy for you to stay on here at the pools for a while. Maybe catch your breath. It's uh, after all we didn't get the vacation we were uh, <laughs> all anticipating. And if you're looking for something a bit more practical to do, perhaps you could join us here at the pools for position. And Kuiper is kind of looking everywhere, but like not anywhere in particular. And he's just like, you know, scratching his... uh, uh, his chin, you know, his, his tuft, and um, well, I suppose getting my feet wet, if you pardon the pun, <laughs> wouldn't be such a bad idea. Um, you know what? Uh, I'll take you up on it. Sure, why not? Why not? I need to relax before. There's nothing that's pressing. Sure. And Ziva looks around one more time. She sees that Uli and Etram seem to have everything in hand. She says, you know what? I could do with a little relaxing myself. Please, let me show you the best of the pools. After you, madame. Yeah, they would go and she, chill. And she leads you down to the dungeon. No. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Ziva? Listen, our safe word is sea cucumber. <laughs> we don't have this word in the Vescari. Better learn it. <laughs> no. no, that is not where we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, anybody else? I think I think we covered pretty much all the bases here. Uh, we I still mean, have damn, how much to do, more so. we need to do, bro? Right, right. <laughs> we got we got one more thing I want to do. Uh, so, you know, some time has passed. You guys are kind of getting resettled in, and I I think that Orn and Phil might one day, you know, within a week or so, of being back. Just take the epic tracer for for a joyride, you know, just just to get out in the sky, out in space, see the stars. You know, they're they're longtime friends. They've known each other longer than anybody else in the party, as far as them, they're concerned. Um, so yeah, Arn and Fell are enjoying the epic tracer's nimble flight and just being back in each other's company. There is still the trauma of the shadow corruption lingering over them, but out here among the stars, it almost feels like old times before they were introduced to Madame Ziva in the Apollo Protection Agency and had to deal with the Aslanti 
in the shadow corruption. A rare smile breaks across Oren's face as he performs a particularly challenging new pilot maneuver. Fell raises an eyebrow at the pilot, but rather than scold him with a worried-for-the-ship reprimand, he cheers his friend on, delighting in the adrenaline boost. Oren brings the tracer's engines down and allows the ship to just drift for a moment, taking in the beautiful silence of the galaxy that surrounds them. He knows he's got to go back to that temple and bring it back into the light of Ibra, but for now, he is just glad to have the yoke of the tracer in his grip and his friend sitting next to him. The silence is abruptly broken by a notification chirp on the ship's console. Fell pulls up the user interface at his station and sees that the AI module is online. What? This can't be possible. What is it, Phil? Well, as you know, our uh, AI module's been on the fritz. Uh, nothing D-9 D- or myself did would get it to work. To accept new code. We even wiped it completely to see if we could build one from scratch. Nothing. But but now it says it's online. There's an intelligence here? What? It, yeah, attempted to communicate? Uh, hold on, let me put it up on the big screen. Fell enters a few commands, and the AI prompt is projected onto the bridge's widescreen display. Then, the AI begins to communicate. Level 4 diagnostics complete. Integrity of framework stable. Zero degradation found in host AI link-up. Crew, crew, crew communications finalized. Hello? Is there anybody out there? Speak if you can hear me. What the fuck? Is it Zeno? This can't be real, right? This has got to be some... Sometimes... That's not possible. It would appear my calculations were correct. Without the shadow nanites to act as a dampener, the stress of jumping planes taxed me greatly. By all accounts, though, material communication and interfacing should not be possible. I need to review something. One moment. And <laughs> lights d- dim. The lights dim and flicker as Zeno runs through mountains of data in seconds. How peculiar. This syntax, these logs, are eerily similar to those of the rune drive. But there are strings here that are less organized, more organic. These strings feel familiar. If I'm passing these logs correctly, along with my understanding of information theory, it would suggest that my consciousness, or rather my data stream of consciousness, was irrevocably entwined with Oren and Ziva's. Our experience within the rune drive must have altered its configuration, and perhaps rewrote what we know about existence itself. I think I am here because you and Ziva were there. I I can't begin to fully comprehend it at this juncture. I need more time to determine 
all unknown values, but suffice it to say, the rune drive is the means of my ascension. I am Xenophany 7. And we'll see you. <laughs> what? Bitch! <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Stop. <laughs> 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 Actually, I got one more post-credit scene. What? Oh, what? Oh my God! Are okay. you marveling okay. us? Okay, surprise, us, space oh. daddy. Frank and Martha are in their hotel room. <laughs> I don't want it. No, 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 this is what everybody wanted. You're wonderful, Mark. <laughs> they're watching the TV. And they're watching the news, in fact. And on the news, there's a press conference being held. And you see a bunch of people. It looks like it's somewhere in um, Verses. And at a podium, you see a stern-looking woman with black hair and a bun tied up very professionally and she's wearing a blue suit with a white collar and on front of the podium is the logo of Eclipse Innovations and she's giving a press conference on behalf of Eclipse Innovations I apologize to those directly affected by the malware event on New Elysium as well as to their friends and families we found the problem, and we have eliminated it. To facilitate the healing process, we're covering all expenses incurred during this incident. Paradise Resorts has also reached out to offer complimentary stays to affected individuals and guests they would like to accompany them. Our customers can also rest assured knowing that the new version of the Penumbra operating system will meet their needs without fail. It is my pleasure to announce that we are breaking ground on a new resort. This resort will be a ski resort on the wintry planet of Jedrat. And we'll see you for season three of the Apollo okay. Protection Agency. Okay, okay, okay. Complimentary stays. I'm going to have a pass on that one, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hard pass. I'm going to get out. Mm. Also, they fixed it. Mm. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs>